0: Thanks for joining us for No Cap, the internet's fullest podcast. I'm Jason Priestess. He's the legendary Tyvus Powell. How are you, my man?
1: Oh, I'm wonderful, you know. A little little under the weather, but, you know, we doing good.
0: Yeah, yeah, uh... Have a good Thanksgiving, you get uh, plenty to eat, or you you, you keeping uh, keeping that weight down. How do <laughs>
1: All right. Well, you know, usually Thanksgiving, you know, you eat it you eat a couple of plates. Like you eat about maybe like three, four plates. I limited myself to two. Had, you know, we ate kind of early, so I let it die down a little bit, then I ate some more. But you know, it wasn't it wasn't nothing bad though. Like I think I gained like maybe a pound and a half off the day.
0: Not too bad. About,
1: but I got up and worked it off, so you know I'm good. I'm back to where I need. <laughs> can, good for you. You know, but a lot of people just eat the food and just let it just sit there. You know, let it let the weight just build up. I, you know, I tried to get up this morning to make sure I got active and got after
0: it, so I didn't get too big. Good for you. And see, that's my problem. I had a plate, then I took a nap, <laughs> then, then I woke up, then I had a uh, I had an evening plate. <laughs> Yeah, that, that sounded about right.
1: <laughs> I, look, I was even good. I didn't even eat dessert yesterday. How about that? Yeah. All right.
0: That's a good move. That's a good move.
1: Keeping it real on the weight side and the fitness <laughs> side. I appreciate that. So you got to be dedicated at all times. I still enjoy my Thanksgiving, though. Like, I ate
0: good, but like, you know, I had to make sure I, I had to make some sacrifices every now and then. Oh, I can appreciate that, man. I'm glad you made the sacrifices so I did not have to. So <laughs> on behalf of me, thank you very much for that. You can find No Cap on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and elsewhere. We're thankful for your support. We're having a lot of fun doing this. So hit us up with the review. Uh, rate us on iTunes or Apple Podcasts, whatever the heck they're calling it these days. Five stars only, please. And uh, got to keep rolling. We still on the street. We are, yeah. So, thanks for listening, and, and, you know, your feedback's been great. It's something that uh, we're enjoying, and I feel like we're getting better and better at each week. We've got Notre Dame on right now. We're recording on a Friday night. Got Notre Dame up, I think, 24-17 over North Carolina right now. And uh, they're looking good, man. You know, I hate I, – I've mentioned a no, million here times. Here you go. Here I, you go. <laughs> I hate gassing Notre Dame up, but I got to give them credit where credit's due, man. They're They're looking good. It's twenty-four 17 so. Yeah. Oh, it is, and, and, I'm, and I'm cheering for a North Carolina comeback win. Don't get me wrong here. What quarter is it? Uh, I think it's uh, midway through the third. I We're at a commercial okay. break right some now, time. so I can't tell.
1: Yeah, so. Some time. We're good.
0: Yeah, it's, uh, oh, into the third. So we're heading to the fourth quarter. Notre Dame's up 24-17. Again, Notre Dame's the number two team in the country in the CFP rankings, so that's kind of an important game. Got Oregon, Oregon State at seven thirty. So a little bit later, we'll kick that one off, and that'll be a fun one. Been a big week of storylines around this Ohio State team. Um, most of it not great. <laughs> for <laughs> if, if, if we're being real, the the big one, the news that broke this afternoon: Ohio State head coach Ryan Day has tested positive for COVID. Mm-hmm. Won't be with his team on their game on the road at Illinois this weekend when his team plays Illinois Uh, defensive line coach, Larry Johnson will serve as the interim head coach Uh, bucks are planning to fly out tomorrow morning to Illinois land um, early in the morning there and then go right to the game, but they will be without their coach. And, and, you know, that's kind of big. And, you know, part of me says, man, thank, Thankfully, it's Illinois and not like. And, a, yeah, not, no, no. It ain't a party you. <laughs> if you're going to miss a game. Make it, make, it, make it one of those, but uh, you know he could potentially <laughs> miss, miss Michigan State next weekend as well. Uh, there's there's some other players on the team and some 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 members of the staff that are COVID positive. Ohio State's going to put out their put that out tomorrow morning. The status report will be out tomorrow morning. It's usually out on Friday, so I'm sure we'll have some more surprises tomorrow. Imagine. Uh, maybe some key players uh, will not be able to go because of COVID. Yeah. What are you thinking as a player, if you get this news, your head coach can't make it? Ah, you know, <laughs> uh, you know. back when
1: I was playing, obviously we had Urban. If Urban wasn't as, to be the coach at the game, I think we would still be fine, you know, because obviously – He's trained us, so we know what to, what he expects from us. So, at this point, I mean, at this point in the season, what, Ohio State's four or five games in, you know, you kind of know what to be expected. You know how you're supposed to play. So, you know, you don't really need too much of a rah-rah speech. I mean, you just need to go out there and play as hard as you can because you, at this point, Ohio State knows that they're number the number four team in the CFP so they know what they're playing for they know they have a chance to win it all and be in the big 10 championship so that right there should be the motivation in itself and you know you got to go out there and put out a good show and especially with you know how how um non-complete of a team we've been looking the past couple of weeks, you know, this is a chance. We still have to – those areas need to focus on being better for the next this upcoming game so they can put, put together a complete team for the CFP can respect us and everybody can be confident moving forward.
0: Well said. And, and this is a team with a really experienced coaching staff. Uh, mentioned Larry Johnson will be taking over as interim head coach. I mean, that's a guy that lets be really good coach. He could be a head coach anywhere in the country just about right now.
1: Absolutely. And, you know, he'll have his chance to, you know, show how important of a, how good of a head coach he could be. I mean, like I said, coach Johnson definitely going to get the team fired up. He probably going to have a D line going crazy, like always. So, you know, he's, he's a great motivator. Anytime he spoke to us, he's one of those guys that when he speaks, everybody leans forward and listens. So I'm sure he'll have the team uh,
0: fired up and they'll still play well
1: against Illinois. I'm sure.
0: Wow. Yeah. He's uh some of the videos the schools put out with him speaking to the team. I, a couple of years ago, they put out a video about where he's talking about getting to the edge, getting over that edge, and it, man, it made me want to run through a wall. And I wasn't even playing. He's a <laughs> heck of a coach, heck of a motivator. Everyone on the team respects the guy. So we'll have to see what shakes out there. But yeah, COVID kind of running wild, man. The Blue Jackets had an outbreak earlier in the week. The Columbus crew had been hit by it uh Franklin County is not in a good spot right now so what do you what do you always say man wash your hands and wear a mask
1: right? <laughs> wash your hands wear a mask and please keep your social distance six feet please we gotta we gotta like I say it's one of those things that everybody has to work together to, to beat um it, this is not something that you know one because it, it's, it's one of those things that for some people they look at they take it lightly because it's not affecting them you know right it's like, You know, it's like they got it over there. So it's not, I ain't got to really worry about it. Like the chances of me getting it is unlikely until it gets to you and you see how it affects your body and what it can do to you. And then now you're thinking about the fact that you can infect a loved one or somebody that's older, like it can really damage. Sure. So that's why it's like, you got to really be mindful of who you around and what you do and make sure that you wash your hands so you can protect everybody. Because if you get it, then you can spread it to your family and then now you could cause harm within your own family. And then it will be a big
0: deal to you. Right. And yeah. And I think the important thing you, you nailed it is, you know, for most people, it may not have many symptoms, may have mild symptoms, but it's it's a roll of the dice man you don't know who it's going to you know who it's going to affect more than others and you know they say you know obese and older people are are more at risk but you know there have been healthy people that it's kicked their butt you know two completely healthy people so you know i think it's best just to avoid getting covid and to take steps to avoid getting covid uh like tyvus always says wash your hands wear a mask stay six feet apart be smart about this let's get through it i mean Got a vaccine? Vaccines are coming soon. I know that Governor DeWine said that December fifteenth, Ohio State could get, or the state of Ohio could get thirty thousand vaccines, and of course those will go to, you know, nurses, doctors, firefighters, police, whatever first responders first. That makes sense. But uh, you know we're turning the corner, but things are things are really really bumpy right now, and uh, we'll have to see what shakes out tomorrow. I think there's still some uncertainty. I don't know that anybody close to the program is 100% certain that tomorrow's game will be played. They're waiting on another round of test results. Um, and, you know, we'll have to see what happens in the morning, but I uh, hope there's a game. I don't know how many of these. Uh, I, I can't. Yeah. Do it. We, we can't be- afford to
1: keep getting. <laughs> we can't oh, I was thinking think can afford to keep getting games canceled. So, you know, like I say, it's going to take everybody. Even, even if you feel like you don't matter to the to Ohio State like you like what do I have to do with this them getting COVID or not you do matter like yo you you can potentially be the person to pass it to them or you could be around somebody that you could pass it to them and they can pass it to them so like I said everybody take it very seriously because we all need each other for so we can watch the Buckeyes host that trophy
0: up yeah I can't and plus these Saturdays when they cancel the games I can't take too many more of them they're too tough on (laughs) me man I can't that Maryland game hit me when they canceled. I was like, "What am I gonna do today now?" Yeah, I it was.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everybody got to remember how we was when, the- when college football <laughs> first started. For the first couple of weeks, we was I was pretty bored, man. I didn't even really tune in to no games. No, I-, I don't care who. Yeah,
0: is. yeah. I mean, yeah. I'm, oh yeah, great. Let me watch this. Uh- you know, Oklahoma State, uh, Iowa State game, all well, great. You know, it's 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 fine. It's college football, but it's not the college football we want to watch. So yeah, Absolutely. That's one set of angst. And then uh, Tuesday night, the first batch of college football playoff rankings came out. Alabama, number one. Notre Dame, number two. Clemson, number three, ahead of Ohio <laughs> State at four. Texas A&M, five. Florida, six. Cincinnati, seven. Northwestern at five and oh, eight. Uh, how's Clemson ahead of Ohio State right now? Um, Clemson
1: is probably ahead of Ohio State right now because of the fact that they lost to Notre Dame and they did it and they went in what double overtime and they didn't even have Trevor Lawrence. So it was like a good game. So it's, it's kind of like you, you have to respect Clemson because Clemson probably will be the better team, but they was able to battle the number two team and go into double overtime, even without their star player and as a team you know they're just more of a complete team right now and they don't really have a lot of question marks on their team so i think that's why they're ahead of ohio state i mean obviously you know we watch the game with ohio state is always as fans we always complaining about something like the one week is the run game the next week is the secondary so it's kind of like we haven't had a complete game our team hasn't looked complete so that's why I feel like they put Clemson ahead of Ohio State because right now we don't seem like a complete team because it's always something that we lack in a game. We win the game, but it's always something that we're lacking where Clemson looks, you know, complete. You know, they always have a good secondary, good run game, good pass game when Trevor Lawrence is there. So, you know, that's probably why.
0: Yeah, it's it's just so interesting, man. And it's almost like they're valuing a good loss better than a more, – more than a uh, – you know, not great win. And I'm talking about Ohio State, you know, getting by Indiana last week. So, Clemson's last two games, man, they have a loss to Notre Dame and a six-point win against the Boston College team. That's decent, but not great, right? mm mm-hmm. um, here we are. I mean, I think that the college football playoff committee manufactures drama when they can. I really do. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sorry, I do. They're, they're going to be like, oh, we're objective. This is fair. But, I mean, it's still a product at the end of the day. They still want to have – they still want to make bank. They want to have people talking about it. They want to they have some controversy. Uh, you know, and Clemson and Notre Dame are still probably going to play each other in the ACC championship. So, I mean, they didn't even have to do this, you know. Uh, that, those two are going to sort themselves out at some point. Uh, you know, maybe Clemson gets the the rematch win, and then we have some more issues on our hands. But um, it just seems weird to me, man. And then I don't know. I i I've tried not to put too much stock in it because y- you know very well the only CFP rankings that matter is the right.
1: last one, <laughs> right? Right. Because like I don't really pay this no attention because it's like you can look at it to see where you at, but I'm mean, right. I mean, clearly, if Ohio State wins out, like. They're going to be one of the top four seeds, no matter what. So yes. it's kind of like all we need is a chance. All you need is to be the four seed. Don't you don't need to be number one. You just need to be in the one through four. Right. You need an opportunity to get there. It doesn't really matter if you one, two, three, or four. So that's why, as long as they're in the top four, I can care less what number they're at. Like, I mean, at the end of the day, they just need the opportunity to showcase what they got.
0: Yeah, and if you look at the rankings right now, man, that number one seed Alabama, number four seed Ohio State. Uh, you know where you know ooh. where you know where one of the semifinals is being played this year, right? Don't tell me it's in New Orleans. New
1: Orleans, it is. Uh, so that so that's what they're trying to do. You see, you wondering what they're trying to do? That's what it is. <laughs> you <laughs> know, trying to get the re- <laughs> Look, they, they tired of us talking about how Ty was piled, intercepted the ball, <laughs> and ran and tried to run it out the end zone. They trying to get a rematch. Nick Saban
0: probably can't sleep at night because of that. He he probably think about me every night. (laughs) He certainly does, but I'm counting on you at this point in time. (laughs) If these hold, Ohio State's four and Bama's one, and they had to meet in New Orleans, I fully expect you to give the uh, pregame pep talk to this (laughs) team. You got to go
1: out there with the mambo mentality. Any chance you get, I don't care if there's one second left on the clock. You catch that interception, and you leave. You try to take it to the (laughs) house.
0: Run that back. Yell, yeah. You know what is Ohio State fans are a little salty that Clemson's ranked ahead of them. But you know what? If it makes you feel any better, I guarantee they're Alabama fans seeing that one versus four in New Orleans in their head right now. They're getting stomach pain. So, you know what? Uh, <laughs> that makes me feel a little better. How much did you guys pay attention? I know you, 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 know you just said the last one's the only one that counts. But as a player, were you guys peeping them week to week? Or how much attention did you pay to these? Yeah, you look at
1: well see the year we won it all, you know, we obviously had to look at it because we lost to Virginia Tech. So we fell all the way down the ranks. So it was we definitely paid attention to it to cause we wanted to get back to the top four seeds. So you know, that's why we looked at it. The year after that, I mean, prior to that, I mean, we knew we was the best team. You know, we was I think we was either one or two the whole year until we played Michigan State. And then we lost that game. And, and the rest, I don't even want to talk about it. It's going
0: <laughs> <laughs> to bring up bad times, it's bad times. How surprised were you when you guys got in in 2014 on that Sunday after you'd beaten Wisconsin that Saturday night in the Big Ten Championship? How surprised were you and your teammates?
1: We wasn't, <laughs> we wasn't surprised. We was more, uh, like, ecstatic about it. Because we was like – because, like, the thing is, like, you really don't know. Like, nobody knows. <laughs> And it was to the point where it's like, like, I'm thinking, all right, maybe Coach Meyer got some type of insight on it. Like, I'm sure he probably know. He was like, I really have no idea. <laughs> really have no idea. So I'm like, wow. Like, we really – so we all got to sit in front of this TV and watch. And when they released it, they had us in full. I remember I was at the apartment. I jumped up like, let's go. <laughs> we went crazy. Like we had a meeting like the next day at the TV the next day and we was just all right, all right. And we like we got Alabama. we like, all right, we cool, we got this. So it was yeah, it was a good time, man. It was it was a very exciting time.
0: Man, you turned into one of the uh I don't know, I can't I can't I don't want to speak for you, but the best three game run of your life if you count the Wisconsin game and those next two. I mean, that's hard to top what you guys did with the backup and just you know the way you guys played through that stretch, man. Amazing. Yeah, it was, it was definitely uh,
1: – it definitely should get a 30-for-30 30 30 for sure. <laughs> it's definitely 30-for-30 30 30 worthy. I mean, we did – we overcame some pretty
0: incredible odds in those three games. Sure did. So, fans aren't freaking out about COVID and Ryan Day and the game Saturday or the CFP rankings. They're definitely freaking out about Ohio State secondary – um, Michael Pinnock's in Indiana carved that unit up for 491 yards. Yeah. Saturdays, Ohio State got out of there with a one-touchdown win over the Hoosiers. Yeah. Um, Kerry Combs said he's open to mixing things up, but, you know, this is a unit that's kind of short on bodies. What are you seeing right now? What would you do if you're Kerry Combs?
1: If I'm Kerry Combs, I'm definitely – like I think he's playing a little bit too much man-to-man. Um, teams is kind of, obviously – they're kind of figuring out that we're running a lot of man. So I think what he has to do is he had to throw a couple of wrenches in there. He had to, to sprinkle some cover two in there every now and well, more than what he's doing, and then some cover three. You can't let the offense know what we're in. I mean, that's obviously they scheming up plays and scheming up things to beat man-to-man coverage. And right now we're struggling in man-to-man. So we got to go more zone where we get more eyes on the quarterback. So and get more helps. Oh, and within the secondary, you know, maybe we need to run some two man, or maybe we need to double up some some number one receivers. But obviously, we got to figure something out. And we need that we need that D line to actually get some more pressure on the quarterback. Cause we <laughs> right now it's just not looking good. So I think that's the number one thing we need to do is get more coverages in there and disguise our coverages better.
0: I mean, how worried are you? Are you seeing the same things we're seeing? Our fans being outrageous? Or, <laughs> or, or is it, hey, we should really worry about these, this secondary right now? I mean, right now, I'm not confident in them like
1: that. I mean, uh, they – I think right now they're just playing good enough to get the job done, but they're not, like, dominating like they should be or like we once knew Ohio State secondary to be. Like, they're not dominant. But they're – Obviously, they're doing good enough to win games, and that is not good enough in our eyes. Basically, when you give them 491 yards, I mean, that's that's terrible. Like, you can't you can't do that. Like, as a matter of fact, we was just getting on LSU for giving up 600, and then we right. turn around and give up 491, <laughs> almost 500 yards. So it's kind of like, man, we can't. We gotta really watch what we doing. Yeah. So I mean, I think right now, like, it's I'm not at an all time panic yet. Um, I'm definitely creeping there because you know once we get out of the Big Ten, obviously, like everybody need we need to be clicking on all cylinders. Everybody needs to be rolling, and right now the secondary is quote unquote the weak link, and we gotta fix that because, like I said, Clemson got uh, highs from quarterback well we go against Alabama in the first round they got a bunch of wide receivers Oh yeah so, they do yeah so <laughs> so we got to we definitely got to fix it if we trying to host that trophy up at the end of the year like we, it's going to come down to our secondary at some point and they're going to have to come up and win the game
0: yeah i'm a i'm a very optimistic guy I always glass half full that's just how i roll through life but that alabama those wide receivers got me nervous already man they do i'm like oh lord man we gotta t- how are we going to do this right
1: but like yeah like I, but you know what though at the year when we beat them I mean they had some that year they had coop the Harris Trophy candidate coop in there so it could be done i mean this is just the team got to come together they got to figure out a scheme that everybody's good at like it's right now they the man the man is not what it is they need to like i say figure out a scheme that everybody is clicking on and everybody can work together on to um get become more successful because right now like they just put people out on islands and they're not winning their one-on-one matches so when it comes to when it comes to playing like a team like Alabama obviously you'll have a game plan what you need to do to win and they just gonna to, the, the, got to have to get coach Cohen
0: got to earn his money and put them <laughs> in a position to to be successful yeah, he's getting over a million a year. He's, he's got to step up and, and, and earn some of that right now. Uh, Sean Wade's a guy that many thought, you know, might leave for the NFL last year. Uh, thought about leaving. Uh, that he opted out this year. When it looked like Ohio State wasn't going to have a season, was going to head to the NFL. He struggled, man. I mean, we're making, you know. I don't know if this is this is more joke than accurate, but you know I'm, I'm looking at a guy that maybe he's got a he's playing himself into coming back as a senior. <laughs> he's he's had a he's had a bumpy year. What would you tell him if he called you on the phone and said you know Tybus, I know you're one of the greats that was here before me? Do you have any Do you have any advice for me? What What, what would you tell Sean Wade if he called you up? Um, my advice to him would
1: be you know for one you got to block out the outside noise. I mean a lot of the times you know. Some of the times it's not as bad as people making it seem, you know. Right now you can't listen to all the outside noise. You have to really focus on the things that you – you need. You got to turn the tape on, watch it, and see what it is, the mistakes that you're making. And like I said last week, usually some of the mistakes – it's not really mistakes. He's in good position. It's just the 50-50 ball, sometimes he's not winning and he's got to run he got to focus more on running out of his break and keeping his eyes on his man before looking back for the ball which a lot of people in the secondary are struggling with cuz see when you look back for the ball it slows you down like you can't get to where you where you need to get to to make the play on the ball cuz you're too busy looking back to, at the quarterback, makes sense. So that, yeah, right. So that is one of the things you got to take those three hard steps. It's it's all basically fundamental things. Like he has to go back to to fundamental things and clean up the fundamental some some footwork and stuff like that. He'll be fine. I mean, like I said, he got. Well, we got three games, three, four games left, and then he got that run in the CFP. And really, he'll be judged a lot off of his run in the CFP because those will be the great wide receivers against the Alabamas and the Clemsons and stuff like that. So those would be more games that he's – He's judged off of, I should say, like he can get all all the money that he quote-unquote lost, he could potentially win it back in those games. So right now for these next couple of weeks, he needs to work on cleaning up his game so when he gets there, he's like
0: 100% good to go, like fundamentally sound and everything. Ready to rock. That makes a lot of sense. It's, it's almost somewhat of a what have you done for me lately, you know, where, you know, yeah, you struggle early in the year, but if you ball out in the CFP, you're going to get all that back, and then maybe you did some, Right. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. How about some good news, man? We don't want to just sit here and fret all the time. <laughs> God, the COVID, they got everybody down. Let's talk about I know. some news. <laughs> I know, man. I feel like we've just been whining for 20 minutes to start the show. But Ohio State, Ryan Day got another five-star commitment this week. Wide receiver Caleb Burton, six oh one ninety-six, 196, from DelVal, Texas, which is in the Austin area. Uh, he's uh, he's a baller, man. Another five-star said he and five-star quarterback, Quinn Ewers, uh, who committed last week, another Texas kid from from the Dallas area, said they talked and they've known they were coming to Ohio State together for about a month. You <laughs> um, <laughs> love uh, he he rec- to hear it. He, re- he recruited him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, that's what a great quarterback can do, right? Bring some wide receivers with him. said, hey, you want to get some balls and make some money? Let's go together, right? <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that. at least they, and, is they close to each other right now? They get some chemistry going right now. Love it, man. Ohio state right now has five top 50 prospects in the 2022 class. So 10% of the top 50 players already. Uh, that's as much as every other school put together. So Ryan day, my Lord, man, this dude, uh, just recruiting at an elite level and, uh, what he's building here with the talent and, you know, obviously Brian Hartline and the wide receivers as well. is just insane, man. The future uh, is really bright and it's going to continue to look bright. Uh, meanwhile, we got Tom Herman, man. Lost another five-star oh from his home. I mean, he's the other side of this coin, is he not? I mean, he's got to be, right? Yeah a man lost today. I was like, good god <laughs> He lost to Iowa State, man. He did. He yeah. did. Ah, I was on Twitter earlier. I'm like, why is Urban Meyer trending? You know why? It was Texas fans demanding they hire Urban <laughs> <Yeah>. Meyer. <laughs> why
1: is, you know what's so funny? Every why does everybody think Urban Meyer is just the answer? You know, that's why he's definitely gonna go down in the books. <laughs> he's just known to just turn the program around it's, it's hilarious
0: yeah heck of a coach obviously he would do wonders for any program should they hire him but uh I think uh I think he's pretty much done with coaching Um, uh, sad to say uh we'll see if Texas makes a move this year I don't know I, I don't know that man you know they've, they've churned some coaches recently I think that you know they had Charlie Strong for a little bit and then Tom and at some point, maybe you might, maybe it's Texas. How about that? <laughs> maybe it, it ain't the coaches. Maybe it's Texas. It could be, man. It could be a culture thing. But you know what it is, though. If you're if you're making four, five, six million a year, no matter whose fault it is, it's your fault. That's true. You know, That's so true. if it's culture or whatever else, Tom's got to get that fixed if he wants to stay employed. Uh, otherwise, there could be a heck of an offensive coordinator back on the market here really soon. I'm sure a lot of teams would love to have Tom call and plays for him that's Jack he, he got us a ring <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he definitely want a ring with him. so uh, yeah he, he got my vote ohio state at illinois tomorrow noon kickoff bucks are wearing white uniforms busted out the sub zero all whites what do you think about those you see those love it you know that's
1: the those well not those particularly but when we wore all white was against the team of Norfolk. That's when Tyvus Powell crossed over and became the quote-unquote say I saved the season, Tyvus Powell. You know, that's when I crossed over. That's when I became who I, the big play Tyvus Powell got. You know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So I'm always a fan of the All-Whites. <laughs> The, the legend was born. Yeah, hey, right. you know, Mike, I'm, I'm feeling like maybe Marcus Hooker might step up and make that big play. If I, I hope it don't come down to that. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Illinois, hope we hope not. Right. But if it just so happened to, you know, hopefully he steps up and make the play for the twenty threes. You know what I'm saying?
0: Yeah, yeah, I hope so too. And you guys wore. All whites to Penn State's white. Oh, yeah. I had a pick 14, in that game, I, too. I, yeah. I, man, mm. I, I
1: might need to wear all white.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, I love them, too. I think they're awesome-looking uniforms, basically just white pants going with the road white jerseys and the standard helmet, but they look beautiful. Uh, it, you know, that's a really – Illinois is a weird place to play. It's very boring. It's always windy oh, it and gray is. there. It's hard, <laughs> h- hard to get up for those games. The uh, Buckeyes have won 11 straight at Illinois, dating back to 1993. But, man, a lot of those have been way closer than they should have been. So, uh, anything it takes to get the players juiced is, is good with me. What's your favorite, type? What's your favorite all-time, all-uniform? Do you have a favorite? Probably the white one.
1: Definitely the white Obviously, for obvious reasons. I always play well in that. But I also like the national
0: championship ones for obvious reasons. <laughs> we won the
1: national championship. Yeah.
0: It's like – it's like picking between two kids. Who's your favorite, right?
1: I, don't, I, I did like the all-white was born, though. I, 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 I did, too. Just, I don't know. It's just like it made me play better. <laughs> that makes it. And people, we talk about jerseys and numbers
0: don't matter. That's a lie. It does. It does. Oh, no. I believe it, man. And they, and they certainly help with recruiting, too. I mean, no no doubt about that. And like you said, you had an interception each time you wore the whites. and. That's that's pretty darn cool. How much of that stuff do they let you keep? They what? It or they, they, they what? it back? Or how's that work? Listen,
1: they ain't going to give it to you right there. But when you leave, oh, you get every jersey you played in. Every, so I got every, yes, yeah, really? sir. Every jersey I played in, I oh, got. That's awesome.
0: Mate. They let you keep pants, helmets. I mean, how far? Well, you, you got to pay for your helmet.
1: So I end up getting my, I got my helmet and I got all my jerseys. I didn't take no pants.
0: <laughs> you take pants. So yeah that's pretty cool man I'm not sure those will be something you'll treasure for the rest yeah, of your we'll life get to put it in um, man
1: k e yeah like, look look
0: what you look at your dad that's
1: what your dad did right
0: <laughs> that's awesome man that is so cool so how many jerseys would you say you have from when you played? probably like six or seven maybe something like oh, that right?
1: you get home away the alternates yeah bro, about six six or seven Something like that,
0: man. I'm jealous. I'm jealous. Yeah, that, sound, that sounds awesome. When we come back, we'll get into what Illinois brings to the table and how much of a challenge they will be for Ohio State. You're listening to No Cap Pod. There's a big difference between your house beer and the new house beer at B-Dubs. Yours comes in cans and bottles, ours comes cold on draft at the sports bar. And it's called Wild Herd Kolsch by Goose Island. And in $3 talls, it's a bright, crisp, and easy drinking excuse to trade your couch for Buffalo Wild Wings. So get here and make your next beer a $3 tall Wild Herd Kolsch. Buffalo Wild Wings. Roar! At participating locations for a limited time. Dining in only. Please drink responsibly. Welcome back. Bucks of Illinois. Uh, the Illini started ugly 0-3. Bad losses to Wisconsin and Minnesota. Seven loss, seven-point loss to Purdue. But they won two straight since then, man. Beat Rutgers 23 to 20 and then thumped Nor- Nebraska last week in 41 to 23. Big win there. Yeah. This is a team that brings a decent running game, man. They're second to Big Ten, 222 yards a game. Uh, running back Mike Epstein and Chase Brown, two of them back there, both rank among the top five in total rushing yards in the Big Ten. Uh, got a really good line. I mean, they ran all over Nebraska. Had, I think, 285 yards on the ground on Nebraska, and that's something Ohio State didn't do.
1: 285 yards?
0: That's a lot of yards. That's legit. And the Bucks had, you know, Bucks had, you know, honestly struggled a little bit to run against Nebraska in the opener. Uh, got a really experienced offensive line in Illinois, three four-year starters and a three-year starter on that unit, and then you know, Lubby Smith's going to have some tricks, man. Are are you concerned as you know, even shorthanded without Ryan Day or maybe missing some some players that are starters? Are you, how worried about this game are you?
1: Not a lot because obviously the thing our concerns as Ohio State fans is the secondary, obviously on defense and. That's not what they bring. That's not who they are. They're more of a run-the-ball type of team. Right. And our, and our front seven has been pretty solid this year. So I'm not, you know, I feel like one thing I know for sure is that you're not going to run the ball against Ohio State. So with that being said, I, I like our chances because, like I said, they they just don't let people run the ball.
0: Yeah, they you know lost in this Indiana stuff that everyone's upset about them throwing all over Ohio State. I think they had minus 5 yards rushing on the day, so you're right, man. No one's you got to be a you got to be a beast mode team to to gain yards on the ground on against Ohio State. So, not really worried there. I wish that, you know, you you said that they're not such a passing team, and I, I kind of wish they were. I'd, I'd love to see the secondary get, you know, get another good test, get some more reps, get some more balls thrown at them. I oh,
1: I'm sure. Oh, they're going to do it because, like I said, that's kind of one of our weak points at this moment. So
0: they're definitely going to do it. They're going
1: to set it up with play action, you know. They're going to try to run the ball, and then hopefully our front seven commits to them, and then they're going to try to hit the secondary over the top.
0: Yeah, yeah, and if you're Lovey, I mean, you might you, – you're altering your game plan, like you just said, to take account of this. You're a good running team, but, man, you're looking across that other defense. You're like, they're giving up some passing yards. So how can we work that in? Right. Uh, what do you expect from Justin Fields? Had three very uncharacteristic interceptions. I'll tell you what, man. One of those interceptions, was it was just hilariously bad. I'm like, I can't even believe that was Justin Fields that did that. You remember when he was getting hit? And he just, like, threw it up and <laughs> <seven, laughs> whoever wants this, go get it. And we're like, what is this, man? You think he
1: bounces back? What do you see from him? Uh, I'm definitely thinking he's going to have a lights-out performance. Um, he definitely knows he had – because it was uncharacteristic of him. So, I think he's not that type of person to let that things like this linger. I think he's definitely going to overcome this. And he's definitely going to go back to the Justin Fields that, you know, we all love.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I expect much of the same, too. He's, you know, get get those out of his system and, and, and light – Illinois up. I don't know that they've seen a guy like Justin throw the ball. What about uh, the line's twenty eight? Ohio State's favored by twenty eight points. Are you, are you in on that? Do you think they cover? <sighs> That's the thing. That's, yeah, this is the thing
1: about Ohio State. I, as a player, we never ever cover. <laughs> so I always will go against us cover because we never ever cover. But I mean. Nah, I can see them definitely. I can see it getting ugly. It's just about how if the defense, you know, is willing to hold, the, hold their offense, you know. Because, you know, the thing about the run game is that if it's repetitive, where, like, a team just going to keep running the ball, just keep running it, running it, running it, running it, running it, like, it wears the defense down after a while. And it's like, man, like, yeah, we ain't as strong as we was in the first half, obviously, because we just keep going against this run. And if Ohio State falls victim to that, then they'll break one and it'll get it get bad in the second half. But I just don't – like I said, I just don't see, like, a team beating us running the ball. Like, I just don't – and I don't see a team staying in the game with running the ball. Like, they they have to come with some type of trickery to even, like, be in the game. It's like what Rutgers did. Like, Rutgers knew, like, they, they had to throw all these trick plays in there to even be in the game, consider to be – under 21 points and I feel like that's what a lot of Illinois has to do because I don't think player for player
0: they can't match with us player for player yeah yeah they're going to be definitely going strength on strength of the run game there uh I think I'm looking at probably something around maybe 49 13 Ohio State but man so much is, is up in the air I mean I fully expect Ohio State to be missing you know one or more players tomorrow because of COVID and at this point in time, we don't know who those players are. Obviously, if it's Justin Fields, that's a big deal. If it's, uh, if it's a backup right tackle, you know, not a big deal, right?
1: Right. Yeah,
0: I guess that's a, who it is definitely matters. Or the linebackers, if there's a starting linebacker uh, or two that have to miss, then maybe, you know, Illinois said, hey, maybe we can try to run on these guys if they're missing some guys in their front seven. Yeah, I mean, it would definitely open it up. It would definitely make them think they can. Too much unknown. No, I, I think the moral of the story here is don't bet on football. <laughs> 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 why, why would you, right? Knowing, you know, there's so much is unknown right now. Uh, speaking of, man, we got, I think, five other games are canceled or postponed right now. Cincinnati's one of them, number seven. Their at least cats. it's coming
1: down, you know, the past couple of weeks. It was 14 and 15.
0: Oh, we got that going for us. Don't yeah. we? <laughs> we headed in the right direction. Oklahoma at West Virginia is off. Minnesota at Wisconsin is off. Sooners have paused football activities. Uh, Nick Saban got COVID, man. You see that?
1: He, didn't he have it
0: already? Well, he had it earlier in the year, but it supposedly was a false positive. So they're like, "Oh, he didn't really have it," but now he's really, really got it. And you know, so <laughs> like, this, this was legit, what you say. Yeah, if 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 COVID can get the dark prince of college football, man, it can get any of us. Yeah, it definitely can. Are are yeah. you will, are you willing to go as far as to say he got COVID for dissing defense too much this year?
1: <laughs> no. <Nah. laughs> no, he ain't gonna win the CFP because he dissed the defense. That's what I will say. I stand <laughs> I stand on that.
0: I don't, yeah, what's he, wrong
1: with, I don't know what's wrong with that guy.
0: He's bailing, man. He's bailing. Lifelong defensive coach. He doesn't even care about defense anymore, man. This is how wacky 2020's been. Man said you can win I take a
1: better off. Man. I can't but it, it it really bothers me and I ain't gonna go on the rant because
0: he I go for on the rant for about twenty minutes, but I can't I just can't believe he said that. Yeah, yeah, it's nuts. Uh Kentucky down eighteen players for their game against Florida. Do not take Kentucky in that one. Probably smart bet there not to do that. Uh I <laughs> Go ahead, man. Sorry. Look, look at you giving out uh, advice. <laughs> I guess we, when you're one on the week, I guess you can afford <laughs> people should probably listen to what you say, huh? Yeah, yeah. I guess so, man. I feel I'm feeling empowered here. Uh, Wisconsin again, Minnesota. That game's canceled. Uh, Badgers now have had three games canceled. They're, you know, they lost to Northwestern last weekend, so Wisconsin's probably out of the Big Ten West race, but. Even if something – if Northwestern loses their remaining games and the, the Badgers went out, they can't go to Indianapolis because they won't have enough games. Listen, I'm not hearing that. <laughs> I'm
1: not hearing that. That's that a insane? that's a lie. You know, they will fix all that if, if need be. Like, there's just no way that you're going to hold a team out because they didn't play enough games. Like, they'll they, they make somebody make up a game before that happens. <laughs> You think so? I think I think they're out, man. I think they know they're out. I don't know, man. I just Listen. I that's like if Ohio State was to cancel their game, and cancel next week's game and then play the team of North and completely blow them out. You wouldn't put them in. You think they would not go to the Big 10 Championship cuz they didn't play
0: enough games? Man, all I know that's, is that- that's asinine. There's no way. This is the Big 10, man. They love to follow. We love to follow rules up here. We're no, like, no, yeah, whatever. <laughs> not that
1: one. You ain't listen. They know not to play with the Buckeyes.
0: <laughs> Don't oh. play with the Buckeyes. Well, that's the that's the latest conspiracy theories if if Ohio State can't play tomorrow, they'll have two games they've missed and then all Michigan's got to do is saying, "Oh, we got COVID, we can't play you, kid." And they would totally bone Ohio State from the postseason. Imagine yeah. that. They,
1: I just don't see Jim doing that. Jim, Jim ain't no sucker like that. <laughs> that's, a, that's a
0: sucker move. He would never do that. I'm with you, man. I think that game's going on. I don't, I don't see them ever doing that. We just talked about Northwestern and how they're in the driver's seat in the Big Ten West. Get a load of this, man. All they have to do, they got three games left. All they've got to do is win one game and they get to go to Indianapolis. Because of Ooh, part, Northwestern, partly because of Wisconsin being out uh, with not enough games to qualify, yeah, Northwestern, and partly because you know, Nebraska and some of these other teams are so bad over there. So, they got at, at Michigan State this weekend, at Minnesota, and then Illinois are their last three. Northwestern's 5 and 0. Oh. They will definitely be in Indianapolis, it looks like. Uh, they got a good defense, man. They got like the 85 Bears defense somehow. I don't yeah, know that's how what what I, that's what they say, <laughs> that's what they say.
1: Yeah, I mean, Northwestern's always been pretty solid, though. I mean, as
0: the last couple of years, I mean, they got really been bad. Got a former linebacker as head coach, you can expect uh, a focus on on defense. One hundred percent. They take it
1: yeah. That was like when Coach Meyer would make us make the offense. We couldn't end practice until the offense did something good. If our, if the defense was cooking that day. Uh, we'll be out there for some extra plays. <laughs> until the office got some confidence. Are you serious? Yeah. I'm not, I'm not <laughs> joking you. We really will be out there for extra plays until the office did something good. Because obviously he's an offensive minded coach. You know, if the yeah. office
0: ain't looking good. It's a bad practice. He wants his dudes to uh to, to come off feeling good. I get it, man. Offensive guys take care of their own. Uh, you know, and some other fun stuff. We'll talk about this more later. Rutgers in Michigan went to triple overtime uh rutgers man can't say enough about greg Schiano. they have the nation's most improved offense last year with mostly the same players they averaged about six points a game in the big 10 which is terrible don't need to tell you that yeah <laughs> not, not gonna win too many games you're putting up six a game but uh, uh this year that same unit's averaging almost 30 points a game in the big 10 so man what a job greg Schiano has done over there already yeah, man. I, I, you got to take your hats off to him. I mean, like I say, he even he even showed
1: some fight against the Buckeyes. I mean, they were down, but his team never quit. So, like, that that right there is going to help you win games in the long run, even though, you know, we was blowing them out. You know, that just the mentality to never quit, and you always end the game. You can always claw your way back type thing. Those are the type of things that winners,
0: that's a winner mentality, I should say. Absolutely. Hats off to him. Dabo Swinney making headlines again this week for saying dumb things, which he has. (laughs) That's what Dabo. (laughs) Put a microphone in front of him and you're going to get something awful. Almost guaranteed. His team was supposed to play in Tallahassee last weekend. Florida State canceled the game after learning Clemson had a player test positive. So Dabo and his team are in Tallahassee and they've got nothing to do. They basically went home and he said, went out and basically said Florida State chickened out. And he wanted reimbursed for their travel, or he wants to have Florida State visit Clemson for that game. Uh, Florida State coach Mike Norvell did not take that well. He said, quote, football coaches are not doctors. Some of us think we are. And then Dabo fired back, you know, basically saying he doesn't care what they do over there. They've had four coaches since he's been at Clemson. So... Uh Dabo showing his
1: ass. <laughs> oh, he talking crazy. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that man's man hilarious. Wow. Hey.
0: I mean he ain't,
1: he ain't wrong. He definitely did.
0: <laughs> He's not, but man, you, you gotta you, you gotta you gotta know what you can say publicly and what you can't say publicly. And he just another week, another another instance of Dabo showing his ass, unfortunately. <laughs>
1: I mean, yeah. I didn't know that it was his players that tested positive. I thought it was Florida State's players that was testing positive.
0: No, no. Clemson brought a had a guy practicing was positive all week and Florida State did not feel comfortable.
1: I mean for good reason
0: so Clemson had a player that
1: tested wait a minute, Clemson had a player that tested positive and he practiced all week.
0: Uh, I don't know the exact specifics. I know that they pulled him after he tested positive, but he, you know, he, he, he tested, he did practice most of the week. I don't know, if, you know, but I, I mean, I guess, sure.
1: I guess we'll find out like how bad it was if Clemson have any more players test positive or if they got him in time because of, you yeah. know, because I mean, I can see Florida State's concern. Like, like you, this guy been practicing and he has been around your players all week. So, like that means they could potentially be affected, which then mean my team will be affected. So I can see that. Yeah. Um, I don't I was like, I don't know why Dabble would say that COVID is an excuse.
0: Dabble being dabble, man. He's he
1: hilarious for saying that. But I mean, like you you gotta be you gotta protect your players. I mean, you gotta think about the long run and stuff like that. And like I say, that COVID is serious, man. Like I say, people don't really think it's like that series cause it affects people totally different. But like if you get that you get that bad taste of it, like you huh, you'll be careful on your for the rest of your
0: uh while it's around, I should say. Right. Yeah. Yeah, you can't be cautious enough. And I, I'll I'll fault no one for for taking measures to be safe this year. I mean, it's not the year to to second guess anyone who wants to be safe. So I I don't know. Dabo's out of line, but let's look at what we got this weekend, man. we got, uh, let's see here. Kentucky three and five at number six, Florida. Uh, (laughs) Gators are favored by 25. That's on noon on ESPN. I should take the boys. Don't forget. Kentucky's down about 18 players. I don't know. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know if 25 is going to be enough points there. Uh, Maryland at number 12, Indiana. Hoosiers are giving up eleven and a half and points. That's at noon on ESPN 2. 0-5, Penn State at Michigan. Wolverines are favored by two. That's noon on ABC. Number 22, Auburn at number one, Alabama. 3.30 on CBS. Again, no Nick Saban there. Alabama still favored by 24 and a half points, which seems gigantic. Yeah, hey, for the Iron Bowl? I uh, know, right? And hey, hey, hey was McCallum been winning one last year? Didn't they? They, they, won, they? they won a few recently, man. I, I don't know, man. Uh well, he got, Auburn must be that bad this season. They're twenty second. They're five and two. They're not trash. I mean, uh, you know, I wouldn't. They're not Alabama caliber, but yeah, I don't know if that's. that's well, a big I don't, it
1: depends. I guess it depends on how uh how good their offense is, because obviously defense don't do anything
0: for, for for Alabama no more. So you know, right. Uh, Pittsburgh at number three, Clemson, uh, three thirty ABC. Clemson's favored by twenty four. Number eight Northwestern again five and zero this year at Michigan State. Northwestern's favored by thirteen points. That's three thirty on ESPN. Rutgers at Purdue. Purdue's favored by eleven and a half points. That's four p.m. kickoff on Fox Sports One. LSU at number five, Texas A and M. 7 p.m. on ESPN. a uh, and favored by 14 and a half points. Last week, Tyvish, you took USC, giving away two points, and they hmm. thumped Utah 33 to 17. Like I said, they would. You are now 7 and 1 on the year, calling games, which is incredible. I took Rutgers, <laughs> getting 10 and a half points. They ended up losing to Michigan 48-42 in triple overtime. Good game. Good game. I am now 7 and 1 as well. We got to break this, man. I got to take the lead here. I can't have you tie with me anymore, man. Who are okay. you taking this week?
1: Why don't you take Florida in the 27th? No. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Why not? you? Mm, Kentucky got eight uh, players out, according uh, to you. Uh, yeah. <sighs> this is
1: tough. This is the week. This is the week. <laughs> I think I would take. I'm going to take Indiana in the points. i I, I, I got them
0: beaten. They're going to win by more than 11. I know I might regret it. So you got Indiana giving away 11.5 points Yeah. against Maryland. The game's in blue. Indiana. <laughs> they go. going to win by three. I'm going to be sick. <laughs> you know what? I'll, I'll keep it real with you. I'm going to stay in the Big Ten, so we're both doing Big Ten games. I'm going to take Rutgers getting 11.5 points at Purdue. And mm-hmm. this is how nutty 2020 is. I'm 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 picking Rutgers here. This is how crazy this year is. But I, I guess is, I, I, that's a good one, though. Yeah, they, so- they might win. While you play here. <laughs> Why you playing? My Rutgers might win. That's a big spread, so I'm all there for that. I got that. I got Rutgers plus 11 and a half. You got Indiana minus 11 and a half against Maryland uh we'll see man i'm sure we'll turn up and we'll both be eight and one next week and we'll have this thing don't going know, all year don't say, that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> don't, say, don't say that i don't this is i Woo! i'm putting my faith in indiana this is a crazy. it's <laughs> a crazy time we live in it sure is you want to do some wax stories i got one got uh, you one? know what this one is so it so happened to be a, a thanksgiving story this this story i'm gonna tell is about uh how me and Cardell started our Thanksgiving tradition at Ohio
0: State. <laughs> oh, this is gonna be a good one.
1: So this is what happened. So okay, so around this time of Thanksgiving, you know, usually typical year, you know, we preparing for the team up north game. correct? This be around Thanksgiving, right? Yeah, yep, yep. Usually yeah, the Saturday, Saturday after. <laughs> yeah, okay. So we I mean, if you in if you in town, obviously me and Cardell stayed two hours away because we was from Cleveland. And we wasn't about to drive up to go home for Thanksgiving and then drive back. So they was like, everybody's like, the coach is like, if you don't have a place to be, go eat, you know, you're always welcome to come to my house. You got a couple of players that, you know, cook Thanksgiving meals, local players, like the Joshua Perry's of the world, stuff like that. You can go, they, they always invite you to come to their house. <laughs> so <laughs> freshman year, I'm like, you know, me, me and Cardell at this point, we was butt buddies. So it was like, wherever 12 going, I'm going. Like, that's, what, that's how we was doing it. You go in there, I'm going to go with you, type thing. <laughs> so I was like, Cardell, where you going this year? This our this our freshman year. He's like, I ain't got nowhere to go. I said, uh oh. He asked me. I said, well, I ain't got nowhere to go either. And I'm not – I mean, you don't want to go to the coach's house. <laughs> I'm not about to go to my <laughs> coach's house. <laughs> so – he was like, what, "What we gonna do?" I was like, "Look, man, this is what we gonna do. We go. We, me and Cardell don't know how to cook. Like at this point, we, this is before he even tried the taco salad thing. So we don't know how to cook. Got two dudes in the dorm. Uh, I can't even remember because we was rooming with Tate Dunn and Pat Elphlan, and I can't remember where they was at, but they wasn't there. It was just me and Cardell. And <laughs> he was like, "Well, this, we got some uh pizza rolls in the in the freezer." I'm like, well, we can't mess that up. Obviously, you could just read the back of the bag for that. <laughs> so we can't butcher this. Like, All right, that's what we're gonna do. We're gonna make these pizza rolls, and then that's just what we gonna eat. So we did. Just had a good time. And for the next for like a year after that, we both said this is gonna be the new thing. We just gonna eat pizza rolls.
0: <laughs> Wait a second.
1: <laughs> pizza yep. rolls and Thanksgiving, man. That was our Thanksgiving meal.
0: As a freshman at Ohio State, you guys got together and had pizza rolls for Thanksgiving? Pizza rolls. It was just me and Toya. We had, we, had we had like two bags. <laughs> we both had enough on the plate for
1: both of us. Pizza rolls. Any sides? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Buddy, this man, is sad, the we, we, we saddest Thanksgiving we ever. We can't, we can't take the chance of burning the doors down. <laughs> so, no, we got The pizza rolls is harmless. You can't mess that up. A, a fifth grader could do that you're right about that oh, that was the tradition man every year we get a bag of pizza rolls man that's What we gonna do until about till I got real cool with Josh Perry and then I started going to Josh house with Von and his mom cooked catfish for Von and I ate turkey
0: and stuff like that but that's a whole nother story but yeah got that got, got, that, got that big brain let Joshua's mom take care of everyone that's yeah
1: it. the food her food be good <laughs> her food be talking boy but yeah, we yeah me and Cardi, it was it was it wasn't as sad as people like it sounds sad. It does sound sad. We really enjoyed ourselves. <laughs> like the no pizza rolls was good that day. I don't know if it's because we was really hungry or not, but yeah, man, it was a good. Started started a tradition. So
0: did you at least did you at least put them in the oven or did you microwave them?
1: No, nah, we put them in the oven, man. You know, we okay. we rolled the dice a little bit. The microwave was too safe, so we,
0: you know, we put them in the. oven. Had to really watch them. Yeah, they turn out a little soggy if you put it in the microwave. Oven's the way to go. Do you guys have any did you have any responsibility on that day? Do you have a meeting that day, or is it just hey, everyone has a day? Uh off?
1: so what they do is you have practice earlier. So they like get you in and get you out, type thing, so you can have time to, you know, go eat and be with your family and stuff like that. So like everything basically
0: gets essentially pushed up. Gotcha. Gotcha. That makes sense. It's time for going for three our weekly roast of whatever catches our eye and news involving the Michigan Wolverines. We talked about it earlier, buddy, but they went to Michigan went to triple overtime at Rutgers and, you know, the the Scarlet Knights scored a touchdown, got a two point conversion at the end of regulation. Like, man, they might do this. And Mm -hmm. you know, (laughs) Ohio state fans all watching the game, cheering on Rutgers because like what's better than, you know, seeing Michigan lose, but, you know, even better if they can lose to a team like Rutgers who, you know, I think they put, <laughs> they put like 70 or 80 points on them two years ago. Right. So oh, we're here for this. And anyway, Michigan gets it done in triple over time. Uh, the next day reading recruiting articles out of Michigan websites. <laughs> And they're talking about how the recruits, you know, I, I literally saw a headline or a sentence on a Michigan recruiting article and said that Michigan commitments were all so excited, you know, so jacked up to see the Wolverines win in triple overtime. They were still buzzing from the game. I'm like, man, this is where you guys are right now in life.
1: It's it's a, it's a 2020 is a wow year. You know, honestly, if I was them, I'd go to Rutgers. (laughs) They show more fight, you know, the future is more defined. At least, you know, they'll fight in every game. Team up north, they just, they don't even know if they're going to have a, who the coach might be next year. Because what you call it, uh, Jim might be a body there at the end of the year. So it's a lot of uncertainty. And it's – you know, it, it, it doesn't shock me that, that that's where they're at. That's probably why they keep losing games because of the mentality of they, they recruits. Like, if that's what you – if that's all it takes to get you now, it's like, you know, that's why the team up north ain't going to be good because that's what y'all recruit. Y'all, it starts with recruiting.
0: No heart. No heart at all. Uh, You know, I don't know if you – Michigan has recruited a lot of Connecticut kids this year. Would why? You? exactly like i didn't even yeah, really play. I didn't, they, they play they, good ball up no, no then <laughs> no. we've certainly had a lot of fun on 11 warriors with their <laughs> connecticut strategy we're trying to figure it out we're like you want to go to maybe, ohio maybe they're smarter aren't they are smarter are not they they smart and like ain't they wealthy in connecticut got usually got some money i think some people do some people that work in the city new york city live up there in nice homes but Man, you don't want to build your football team from Connecticut. I mean, Ohio State's out here getting five stars from Texas, and Michigan's up there getting dudes from Connecticut no one's ever heard of. So well, I mean? No, nobody – no, nobody want to go there. Who wants to lose to Ohio State every year? Like Exactly. You can't exactly. really blame them. So, you know, in a way, that Rutgers game is, you know, kind of important because, you know, in Connecticut's backyard they're playing. They got to have all those kids down to see it. Uh, <laughs> I guess not this year, but watch it on TV. But – I thought would be fun, man. I I showed you MGOBlog blog last week, the Michigan website. Yes. And how their forums catch on fire whenever anything bad happens. And it's so fun to read as a Buckeye fan. Like, it's one of the greatest things to read on the internet. And this has been <laughs> such a good year for it, too. Here are the top seven forum topic titles <laughs> on MGOBlog blog from the last week. Number seven, practice for OSU. The rest of the year, mm, mm, mm. love that. Yeah. One. Just give it up. All- <laughs> I'm
1: about to say any game up on everything. They gotta, <laughs> they gotta put all their chips on our backs and pray <laughs> that they have uh, something to cheer for at the end of the year. That's sad. You,
0: you know, we're joking, but if they were to spring in a monumental upset against Ohio State, that would save their season. You know, it was it's, it's as bad it as it would. It's been. Nah, it
1: would. It definitely would. It would. It would put a
0: damper on us for sure, and it would be unbelievable. But
1: I don't think that's gonna happen.
0: No, no chance. Number six, was it really that much worse with Rich Rodriguez and Brady Oak? <laughs> now they living.
1: Now they looking back on the glory days.
0: <laughs> You're looking back at Brady Our glory
1: Hoke. days. <laughs> we thought we was complaining back then. We had it good. <laughs> no, they,
0: they didn't know. They didn't know. Number five, waving the white flag. Wow, that's what I had, huh? Yeah, love to see that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> bad. That's sad. That's really sad. I, I almost feel bad for
0: almost, almost, almost. They, did, they, they did it to themselves. They did. Number four, no more Michigan men. <laughs> Yeesh. And that goes hand in hand with their, you know, their desire to hire guys that come from their program and know what it's like to be a Michigan man, like Jim Harbaugh and those guys that, you know, eat cereal with water and, you know, Uh, run through run through doors and and, then you know attack every day with the enthusiasm
1: at least jim got them some hype back i mean a little bit i mean he just didn't follow up on the hype you know it was just it was just make believe you know he just filled their heads up but it was like it was a time where people was like
0: you know maybe they can be like really good oh yeah showed up yeah when they hired him i was like oh buckle up we're gonna have a war here aren't we (laughs) But, you know, here we are, what, six years later, and <laughs> yeah, we're good. Yeah. I'm thinking that they showed more fight with Hoke. They did. Number three, seriously, Jim, just resign.
1: Ooh,
0: <laughs> Love yeah. that one.
1: Because he won't – it sounds like he won't be back.
0: <laughs> Number man, two.
1: They, they're not a fan of this guy anymore. Wow.
0: They've turned on him, man. Even the diehards are like, he's not the guy anymore. Number two, I'm sorry this team quit. Of course, that was posted in uh, the first half of the Wisconsin game when they got completely annihilated at home by the Badgers. <laughs> uh, love seeing that. Love reading these <laughs>
1: it just, Don't it just make you grin? It it does, you it. It just grin <laughs>
0: buddy, buddy, it's catnip for Buckeye fans when we see stuff like this, man. It's the greatest thing in the world. It's like, ooh, let me click this. Let me let me get my reading glasses out and get into this. Number one, the top recent forum thread title on MGO blog in the last two weeks. Is this one. Light my balls on fire and stomp it out. And that's where they are. Light Uh, my my balls on fire. Light my balls on fire. They are literally at rock bottom. That's what that is. (laughs) They they truly hear rock bottom. (laughs) Five words I'll never say to anyone no matter what. Light my balls on fire. I've never heard it
1: before. No.
0: So there you have it. We got it good, man. I don't know. I don't. We say it all the time, man. Ohio State fans need to st- step back and just be thankful for what we have, and and look up there, and it could be like that.
1: And here we are complaining about our secondary when we could be so so much worse.
0: Oh, that, you know that's that's how, that's how we do it.
1: <laughs> that's sports, isn't it, though? We got we got to count our blessings, man. We we ain't got it as bad as we thought.
0: We do. We definitely do. Well, hey, thank you for joining us on this episode of No Cap. We had a blast. We'll see you next week. Until then, stay frosty and stay safe.